0: Welcome to The Graveyard Shift, the weekly horror podcast where we take listener and guest-suggested movies and break them down into the good, the bad, and anything else we find fun and or relevant. My name is Mike, and I never work The Graveyard Shift alone. Please say hello to the woman who would be the biggest mistake a hungry shark could make, Heather.
1: Hey, you guys. It's Heather. Um, I don't know if that's actually true. But no, no, actually, it is true, because I fucking hate sharks, though. Like, I... Ugh. I'm scared of them. So that's like the, you know, that's one of my biggest fears. Oceans and actual sharks. <laughs> Fuck that.
0: Well, that's what today's movie is about. Because today's episode is just when you thought it was safe to go down under. <laughs> because we watched The Reef. Yeah. Released in 2010 based off a true story.
1: It mm, It was. But I like those kind of movies, though, don't you? Like, don't you kind of feel like, I mean, I guess it's hit or miss with the based on a true story, because sometimes they use that on movies that actually, you know, aren't based on true stories. <laughs> it's like just to kind of add to the appeal. But I do like stuff that's based on true uh, stories or, and stuff. I think it kind of it gives you more of that fear.
0: This was directed by Andrew Trockey. Produced by Michael Robertson and Andrew Trocky, written by Andrew Trocky, <laughs> starring Andrew Trocky. No, no it is not. <laughs> starring Damian Walsh howling as Luke, mm-hmm. Guyton Grantley as Matt, Adrian Pickering as Susie, Zoe <laughs> Naylor as Kate, Kieran Darcy Smith as Warren, Mark Simpson as Shane, and Bruce as the shark. No, no the, shark is, the shark is not credited. <laughs> no,
1: in. damn it.
0: There's no Bruce tributes here.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, no. There there are no animatronic sharks in this film.
0: No, re- it has real sharks.
1: It's mm-hmm. fucking cool. I love it. So
0: it says this this music by Raphael Ma, mm-hmm. cinematography by Daniel Ardillery. Edited by Peter Crombie, produced by Atlas Entertainment, distributed by Lightning Entertainment, released on the thirteenth of May two thousand and ten at the Cannes Film Festival. Mm-hmm. With well, a runtime of ninety four minutes, made in good old laws. with a budget of three point eight million and a box office of one hundred and twenty four thousand seven hundred and sixty four dollars. Oh my gosh, that sounds <sighs> like it didn't do that good.
1: No, it bombed. It drowned. Like, (laughs) seriously, it drowned and it went right down under with those sharks. That's terrible because I actually, I I really enjoyed this movie. You know, I know, you know, we'll get into it. There's not a lot of substance in this movie, but it was, I I think it was effective. And the whole fear of, you know, what would you do in this situation?
0: It was later shown at South Korea's Pusan Film Festival Mm -hmm. and Spain's Sitges Film Festival. And uh, it received a wide Australian release in March of 2011. Mm-hmm. And the director said, the biggest release we can hope for is 30 screens, which is what you get for Australian films unless you make something like Australia, <laughs> which I guess was a 2008 film with, directed by Boz Lerman, mm-hmm. featuring Nicole Kidman and Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. Of course, with those two in it, you're going to make millions.
1: Oh my God. Yeah. Nicole Kidman, Hugh Jackman. Yes, of course.
0: So this film got, despite performing absolutely fucking terrible, but then again, only given 30 screens. So this was was like starting a race, but then you immediately crack the runner in the kneecap with a baseball bat.
1: Yeah, it's a little unfair, uh, to be honest with you, because how are you really expected to exceed your budget when you're limited to that amount of screen time? So it is a, a little bit unfair, maybe.
0: Yeah. But it did get a seventy nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes.
1: Yeah, finally. Those fucking tomatoes actually taste good this time.
0: <laughs> and a sequel entitled The Reef Stalked mm-hmm. is currently in the works.
1: Oh, hm. Okay.
0: I can't imagine it being based on a true story.
1: No, because if you you know get into the actual true story that this movie's based on. Um, you don't how are we supposed to know what happens to the survivor <laughs> like the sole survivor of this uh you know shit that happens. Well
0: I guess it could be like the opposite of Jaws the Revenge where she's traveling along the Indonesian seaboard mm-hmm. just trying to just trying to find that fucking gut, that prick that ate her friends. Yeah,
1: well, good luck because there's a bunch of fucking sharks in the ocean, and again, I will say how are you going to pinpoint one shark unless that shark's like, hey, buddy, I ate your friends? Like, you think that shark's going to say that? No, that shark's going to eat you. And it was a great white, I believe, too. So uh, I'm not going searching. I don't care. <laughs> Fuck
0: that. <laughs> oh, Unless she's just going to kill every great white that she <laughs> right? comes across just to, be, just to be on the safe I mean, side.
1: you got to kill them all because you never know. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like e- either... Well, either she's just like, you did it or you didn't stop it.
1: And guess what? If she killed the white shark that, I mean, the great white that didn't kill her friends, I guess she basically prevented future murders because, you yeah. know, great whites are pretty aggressive um, from what I've read. It's
0: pre- it's preventative maintenance.
1: There you go. But, I mean, I still, like, look, I hate sharks and shit. Like, I hate shit that bites. I just don't like things. But, I mean, could I just, like, go and murder a shark I think mean, probably not, just because I don't really like to kill things. But at the same time, if the shark is after me, I don't know. I might just submit and let it eat me. Just take me. Take me, Jesus. Yeah.
0: So this was based on a true story. Mm-hmm. Uh, the woman who survives is Kate in the movie. Uh-huh. However, this was – when we say based on a true story, uh-huh. it means like in very little way as possible. Yeah. Because this was not about a woman who survived a shark attack, because in the true story, the woman absolutely fucking died. Yeah. It, this is the based on the true story of Ray Boundy. Mm-hmm. Now, the location was the Lodestone Reef of the Great Barrier Reef, north of Townsville in Queensland, Australia. So, just like the Powerpuff Girls, there is a city of Townsville.
1: <laughs> yeah. <sighs>
0: So now we know where the Powerpuff girls live. They're not in Australia. Right. They live in they live in Australia.
1: I mean I wanna to go to Australia though one day. It seems pretty cool. Just saying.
0: Yeah, now you know where to find the now you know where to find Professor X and his <laughs> experiments of sugar, spice, and everything nice.
1: Right. <laughs> I'm gonna pass on that.
0: <laughs> Just don't pet the monkey with the exposed brain and the and the glasses. Oh
1: dear God, no.
0: Now, uh, it was a a, a prawn a prawn trawler, the new venture mm-hmm. that they were sailing
1: mm-hmm.
0: with deckhands Dennis Murphy and the cook Linda Horton. Okay, and they were twenty four and twenty one respectively.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, although not to be confused with the Venture Brothers, which does have two agents called twenty four and twenty one, <laughs> and this is based and it's and it's where the Powerpuff Girls are. This is like the Cartoon Network. But in Australia, and for real, this is, yeah. this is fucking nuts. Yeah. But it was ca- uh, it capsized off Broadhurst Street's 90 kilometers east of Townsville on July 25th, 1983. Mm-hmm. Now, Mr. Boundy still lives in Townsville, revealed that the memories of that fateful day were still traumatic. He uh, declined to elaborate further or comment on the movie, saying that if it is remotely like what happened that day, it will just cause pain. hmm Now, the story itself was that... Uh, Miss Horton and Mr. Murphy survived 24 hours of being capsized in the rough seas, but they were taken by a tiger shark five hours before Bounty was
1: rescued. Oh, God. What a
0: fucking.
1: So, God. What a. That's they awful. hung out.
0: They held out so far just to, like, miss rescue by a couple of hours. That's awful. And uh, he says, a surfboard, a fiberglass encased esky and a life ring went overboard as they made up my mind that we would have to swim for our lives. Hmm. He said, as he was nursing shark bites after his rescue, he recalled Mr. Murphy saying, the bastard got my leg.
1: Yeah.
0: uh, Before before telling his two friends to swim away from him as he left to lure the shark away from the uh, terrified man and woman. Mr. Murphy then disappeared beneath the water, leaving Boundy to keep Miss Horton afloat. But several hours later, the menacing shark returned, and Boundy later said, "I knew it was going to get one of us." And then Miss Horton was gone, hmm. but the shark was not finished. Who oh, then he came back for uh, Boundy, and like started biting into his knee. And uh, eventually, the father of two was rescued by helicopter after spending 36 hours in the water. God,
1: thought oh, that man.
0: Man, that's
1: that's awful, though, to the fact that the other two were just hours away from being, you know, rescued. And then it's like, no, mm -mm, here comes baby shark. Do, do, do whatever. Not baby shark. Probably like daddy shark. And it's like, you're dead.
0: Douchebag shark. You
1: just sat there. And survived something that doesn't, you know, not doesn't happen to everybody, of course. It's, you know, shark attacks are typically pretty rare, um, although uh, in Australia, they're very prevalent or they used to be very prevalent. I know they've taken a lot of uh, measures to try to keep uh, the beaches and stuff much safer, but they do. They are known for their massive shark attacks. Like they've had a ton and they've been a lot of them have been fatal. So um, maybe if I go to Australia one day, I don't go in the water. How about that? <laughs> I don't need to get eaten by a fucking shark because like. You can't even walk along the shoreline
0: because they got those fucking. They have like tiny octopuses that fit in the palm of your hand. Oh, God. They're called the blue ring octopus. Uh huh. And basically you touch those blue rings and it's like a super powerful neurotoxin. It will just Fuck you up to death.
1: Can it kill you? Um, Well, I'm sure they can, right? Are they?
0: Oh, absolutely. You look up the blue ring octopus and it is a (laughs) tiny thing, but it can survive being a tiny thing in Australia because it's basically touch me and you will fucking die feeling the absolute worst pain your nerves can can make you feel. Mm-mm,
1: go ahead and just let me get eaten by the shark. That's the thing. Like I have heard a lot about the, the jellyfish and stuff like that, that the smaller ones tend to be the ones uh, for some reason that are more deadly. And the fact is, is if you go to the ocean, you don't typically see the fucking jellyfish. Like you could just be sweat because they're basically like clear for the most part, or the ones that I have seen. And you don't even know that there could be a jellyfish like right there by your ankle or right there by your leg and it's attacking you. And yeah, some of them are so poisonous that you'll go into shock. You die. You don't even have time to, you know, that's it. You can't piss on your leg. You can't piss on hospitality. Okay. <laughs> and you can't piss off jellyfish bites.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Cause like, despite what people say, like the, the ammonia mm-hmm. will not work because you know, your piss is full of waste, you know stuff that your body can't use to survive. Yeah. So you're just flooding the wound, and also the, uh, the 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 uh, I forget what the uh, the scales are that are on the the stingers mm-hmm. of the tentacles. Yeah, but the fact is they're activated by warmth. Oh. So, pissing on the leg will actually just it, it, bring the stingers back to life.
1: Jesus.
0: And make you go through the pain all over again. Yeah, because so, pee is
1: hot. <laughs> so, yeah. come on now. The key is
0: to take, like, warm, fresh water. Yeah. And just, like, wash away the, the, the stinging cells
1: mm-hmm.
0: to uh, try to help you, even though, like, you're still going to, like, your body's still going to be fucking damaged.
1: Oh, yeah, for sure. But the...
0: The thing is, the the blue ring octopus, because it's an octopus, they usually blend in with their surroundings. Mm-hmm. Like, people think chameleons can blend in. No, they can change color, but that's only based on mood. They do not fucking understand, like, I'm going to turn brown because I'm on a brown branch. <laughs> no, it's just like, I'm going to be pink because I'm horny.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, it's not the same thing. So, <laughs> chameleons
0: do not blend in with their surroundings. They never did. But it gets passed around because some people are really fucking dumb. Yes. But octopuses do, like, they're the ones that perfectly blend in with their surroundings. Like, you can put one on a checkerboard, and it will instantly get a checker pattern. But it's going to be perfect, like, black, white, black, white, black, white, black, white. Yeah, so you never see it. On different layers. Yeah. Like, it it fucking knows the pattern and copies it perfectly. So... Mm -hmm you won't you won't even know you're stepping on a blue ring octopus unless you're looking for the blue rings cuz the blue rings are the only things that it won't change yeah <laughs> yeah thankfully well so you have to like super watch your step and make sure am I stepping on anything that's that's got like a bunch of tiny blue rings on it yeah. because those blue rings contain tetrodotoxin, mm-hmm. histamine, tryptamine, octopamine, taurine, acetylcholine and dopamine oh wow Now- that means that uh, the venom will result in nausea, respiratory arrest, heart failure, and total body paralysis. Yeah,
1: So that's also awesome. Blindness.
0: <laughs> and will lead to death in minutes if not treated. Oh,
1: God. Like, death
0: is usually from suffocation because your diaphragm is also paralyzed.
1: Yeah. Like, how are you supposed to get help in minutes anyways? Like, if you're out, um, like, in the ocean swimming, like, what are the minutes? Do you have 10 minutes? Do you have five minutes? I mean, like you're going to basically be dead. I, that's what I would say, especially if you're out swimming a little ways out. Who the, like, how do you fucking know? Sometimes you might be like, oh, I just got bit by something. Maybe it's not like you don't feel it at first. Or, well, I mean, obviously you would feel these stings, but you may not know that you got bit by something deadly, like something that will actually kill you.
0: Because the tetrodotoxin is the same toxin, it's the same neurotoxin that's found in pufferfish and poison arrow frogs. Mm -hmm. So, so motor paralysis and respiratory arrest within minutes. And uh, the treatment is, first aid treatment is to put pressure on the wound and artificial respiration... Once the paralysis has disabled the victim's respiratory muscles. Mm -hmm. So basically you need someone to breathe for you.
1: Oh Jesus, you dead. Just go ahead and die. Look, I don't want to go through all that pain. And this is also really starting to make me really question ever going to a beach again. Because I'll basically just go into about like ankle deep water and then I'll be screaming. That's it. I'm done. I don't want to get bit by a fucking jellyfish. And now I'm more scared of jellyfish than fucking sharks. (laughs) <laughs> At least you see that fucking shark fin coming up, or maybe you like—I don't know. Sometimes you don't see them, of course, but still, like the jellyfish, they—they're just like hidden predators. You don't see them.
0: So, did uh, did you have any shark stories? To
1: well, share? I did have a little. Well, not really like shark stories, but kind of a, because we're doing the reef that was set in Australia. Uh, a little, a few little facts about like the Australian shark attack. And stuff like that, because they're noted to have so many more shark attacks than other areas, they have, uh, they actually record it, okay? And you can go on Wikipedia and look up this information or probably just Google search it. But um, so since 1791, there have been more than, I think it was 639 shark attacks in Australia, but almost 200 of them were fatal. Now, I get that 639, only 200 fatal but 639 shark attacks. This is the whole thing. Most of the time you've been, you you know, grown up and you've heard people say, Oh, shark attacks. Aren't that, you know, there you have a better chance of being, you know, struck by lightning or something ridiculous. Right. But that's a lot of shark attacks, regardless of it being hundreds of years between this time and that time. And um,
0: yeah, because it turns out like they don't really like us. No,
1: they don't. <laughs> so it's supposed to be like
0: they don't like us so much. So like they think you're a seal or something. And if they when they find out you're mm-hmm. not, they're just like, oh, this is too fucking gamey. But
1: exactly, and they just spit the piece
0: out. But, so great now you're bleeding profusely, and it didn't even
1: it didn't even eat you. It didn't eat you. But I mean, I'm sure some of them could full on take you on and eat your entire body. Yes, but yeah, yeah. most of the time the shark attacks result in death because they take off a limb. Well, if they take off your arm, your leg, or whatever, bite you in the side of your stomach, I mean, you're going to bleed profusely. You're go- that's going to be like go time. We've got to get you to the hospital or you're probably going to die. And another thing about, you know, the shark attacks that happen in Australia, so will have happened in Australia so often, is that most of the sharks that have the fatal attacks on humans are the bull shark, the tiger shark, the oceanic white tip shark, And, of course, the great white being, to me, that's like the mama of the sharks, right? That's the mama bear of the sharks. Um, I did know about the tiger shark and the bull shark, uh, the white tip shark. Didn't know a whole lot about that. Um, I had to look that up, too, because I was like, oh, what kind of shark is that? A shark is a fucking shark to me. (laughs) So I'm like, (laughs) great whites, though, that's terrifying because you know how large they can get. Well, um, I will also add that. They did start doing this whole shark netting. Um, It it kind of became prevalent in the 30s. And so the deaths and the shark attacks started reducing um, due to the shark netting. Basically, they have a diagram of it. Of course, you guys can go on Wikipedia. Like I said, you can look it up. You can look at shark netting. Um, It just kind of is this. Basically a netting that prevents, I guess, the sharks from getting into the area where you, uh, the locals would swim. Because that's the thing, like, you can get bitten in shallow water. It doesn't, you don't have to be, you know, like all these movies are like, oh, they're in the middle of the ocean. Yes, that's extremely terrifying. But
0: yeah, they have slim bodies, so they can get really close exactly. to the shoreline and still be in water. They
1: can attack you. And, um... So, because they started doing the netting, uh, they—this was in New South Wales—they um, had only had one fatal attack that was noted during that time, and it looks like there wasn't any more fatal attacks uh, since about the 1960s. But granted, they still had a ton of shark attacks, regardless if they—if they ended in death or not. The fact that you could go out to the ocean. And they had, I mean, fucking close to 700 shark attacks. That's a lot. So you're going out there and your chances of getting attacked, whether you die or not, are very high for Australia. Maybe like like I said, maybe not so much now because it looks like in certain parts they have done their, you know, taken their measures. Um, so basically my advice <laughs> is if you go to Australia, just be really fucking careful. I don't know. I'm sure the I'm sure the waters are beautiful there, though you can see through the waters. Um, don't swim too far.
0: Yeah, I mean <laughs> Australia. Like whether you're in the water or yeah. on land, like like Australia has the highest concentration of absolutely venomous, dangerous fucking things. They do. Like, Australia is where God sends his nightmares so that he doesn't have <laughs> to think about them anymore.
1: Indeed. Like, I want to go there, seriously, but, like, after reading, especially the shark thing. but you wouldn't just go there for the oceans, but don't they have the, um, is it the kangaroos? Don't they have kangaroos there? Yeah, those things, yeah, right? those things
0: that'll fuck you up. They'll, but...
1: like, beat the fuck out of you. They'll, like, box you, like Mike Tyson. They, they'll they take more than an ear off.
0: And then there's dingoes, which look like fucking adorable poppies. Yeah,
1: but they're mean. Like, if you
0: ever seen a dingo? They're fucking beautiful.
1: It's a dingo.
0: Like, it- like, it looks like a dog that you would want to just, like, walk up to, tie a red bandana around his neck, name him, like, Scout, and then, like, like run around a field with him. No, Scout will fucking eat you. Yeah. Like, they are a wild, they are not tamed animals. But, goddamn, they're so fucking cute.
1: They're cute, but, like, you know how it is. Something that's cute is often deadly. Yeah,
0: so you look up, like, things like the Salt Cat. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's videos of them.
1: Mm-hmm. They
0: are fucking cute. Mm-hmm. Like, they're they're tiny and cute, but they are wild as fuck. So, basically, they're like house cats, but feral.
1: Oh, God, I have two of those here. So, maybe I have those type of cats because my cats are mean as fuck.
0: So, I mean, there, there's plenty of cute animals like you just don't want to fuck with. Like, even... Uh... Oh, my God, like, there's...
1: Well, see, they have a lot of aquatic stuff, too. Yeah, kangaroos, but they also have a lot of aquatic stuff, right? So you have your uh, your blue-ringed octopus, right? You said that. Yeah. So that's one of the things. But they have sharks and fucking snakes and spiders and saltwater crocodiles.
0: Jeez. A manta ray fucking killed Steve Irwin.
1: Fucking crikey. Damn it.
0: <laughs> oh, my gosh. So um, you've heard of the emu war, right? Mm-hmm. I have. Yeah, so Australia, they went to war with the emus, mm-hmm. fucking like big dumb birds, <laughs> twice, because they lost the first time. They this was after World War One, so it's so this wasn't like fucking like muskets and shit from the 1700s. They yeah. had fucking artillery and machine guns, and they lost a war against fucking birds.
1: I mean, they so, deadly though. So, <laughs>
0: like, I mean, emus are fucking b- bastards. Like, uh-huh. they're, they're huge. Ah, uh, so you know, Australia. The you know, those animals. You you can't fuck with them.
1: No, you can't. But that doesn't like. We're not trying to say not to go visit Australia, of course. It looks beautiful. Um, just I've seen, bring
0: body armor and hollow points.
1: I mean, basically, just, yeah, do your research. And be wear careful.
0: steel-toed boots because you never know what you're going to step on.
1: Exactly. That's the thing. And they have, like, fucking so many snakes. And So I would just say do your research. Find a good part of Australia that maybe some of these animals don't, you know, are not prevalent in. Uh, be careful on the beaches. Don't die. Don't go on a fucking sailboat with some friends. Just don't do it.
0: Yeah. Just so, lay
1: out on the beach and get tanned. There you go. The,
0: re- the reason we're the reason we're just like rambling. It, it like usually we usually we bring tangents on mm-hmm. by accident, but this time we're padding it out a bit because we're gonna be honest with you. This yep. is a good movie, but we just don't have a lot to say about it because it's yep. it's one of those movies where it's not like good for several reasons. It's mm-hmm. good for one reason, yeah, which means that there's not really a lot to talk about.
1: no, it it's yeah, you're right, Mike. It's like this movie, the 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 whole premise of it is basically the same scene for the yeah. most part. You just it, it, survival.
0: <laughs> a group of people go to deliver a boat to in Indonesia because mm-hmm. apparently you can luck into a job where you just fucking deliver boats to people.
1: I guess. (laughs) So,
0: a man named Luke and his uh, estranged sweetheart, Kate, Mm -hmm. and his friend and uh, what was it? Her her sister or his
1: sister? So, Kate is the love interest, basically, to Luke. And then we have Matt, who is Kate's brother, who Matt's with Susie. Yeah, Matt and Susie are like a couple and then I what was the other guy's name? Uh Warren. I think he it was his sailboat or
0: whatever I thought they called him like Waz.
1: I don't know, but it says Warren for the for the name. But yeah, I don't know.
0: I don't know what they called I, him. I thought they called him like Wazer in the uh thing, but you know that's that's just Oz <laughs> talk for you.
1: <laughs> Maybe anyway, Luke did. Is like
0: the Yeah, Luke is like the only guy who we get any uh talk about because they establish mm-hmm. he delivers boats for a living. Mm-hmm. So you order a boat He will sail it to you. And I guess he just, you know, takes a plane home or something. I guess. So they decide to, instead of making a straight delivery, he invites his friends to, you know, you know, join him on a run. Mm -hmm. And he decides we're going to like go off track, fuck around an island, do a little coral scoobing, which, Mm -hmm. you know, makes beautiful footage for the movie. Like uh, Yes. But then they scrape the bottom of the boat it gets capsized Mm -hmm. and then a shark comes and basically they have to swim to an island before a shark picks them all off
1: yeah and it's like 12 miles away that's the thing i think he said it was like 10 or 12 miles and that's a lot of fucking swimming
0: especially when the water is like slowly pushing against you
1: so yes
0: yeah it's just not helping you so that's the premise of the movie so, yep. we always start with the goods, and we always start with me. Everyone is just so fucking hot. <laughs> like everyone in this movie looks good. I don't, like... Yeah. Like, fucking Australia, like, I guess living on the living on the island where everything's trying to kill you just, like, naturally leads to survival of the fittest because... Yeah. Like, everybody here is fucking gorgeous.
1: They are. I agree with you. Like, I was like, hey, Luke, you know, Matt, like all of them. They just, you know, it's like that and then the accents. (laughs) It's fantastic.
0: Yeah, so what is your first good?
1: All right, so my first good, it doesn't play into your first good, but I did love, you know, like I said, the accents, the Australian accents. I loved it. Um, I actually really like, Uh, a few Australian horror films, Um, you know, Babadook. That's a, a big one that most people have seen. A lot of people don't like that film. I actually like it. I think it's pretty good. And the scenery, like you're on this like gorgeous beach, like the ocean just is beautiful, right? So I'm like, hey, you know what? Already a win for me. The scenery's great. The people look good. Like you said, they have the accents and they're you think they're living their best life, but they're not. <laughs> they're not <laughs> soon.
0: <laughs> they were living their best lives, and then they decided we're gonna we're gonna play hooky on this delivery for. Yeah, a couple Yeah, we're gonna go with What's Luke. What's the harm?
1: <laughs> oh God, Luke! Damn it! <laughs> uh, uh,
0: so uh, my next good is it is very suspenseful. Yes. Like, there are moments with, like, kind of, like, mini jump scares, Mm -hmm. which are, like, fake outs. And then it gets you primed thinking, like, oh, we're going to rely on the music. But then, like, when – then the music doesn't happen, and that's when the fucking shit goes down. Yep. So, it's – you know, it's very good at toying with your suspension. It is just a a very tense movie for a movie where very little happens Mm because when when things start – they're in the water. They have to get to land. Uh, they have to get to land. And yeah. there's a shark. And that's really it. There's a shark. Either the shark is coming or the shark is attacking someone. And yeah. that's basically the two points, the, the, the two beats that happen from the middle point to mm-hmm. the end of the movie. Yep. The shark is coming or the shark is here. And yeah. that's fucking it. And. Uh, I guess I'm just about out of goods.
1: Okay, well, I have two more. And so my second good kind of plays into your uh, your good that you just mentioned, the intensity, the the suspense, all right? So when the boat actually capsizes, it's very fear-provoking because you have to put yourself in that perspective. You have to think, what if you're out in the middle of the ocean and you're on a boat, right? The boat was not huge, but at the same time, the size of the boat, you think, okay, even, you know what, you're safe from a shark attack. It's not like the shark's going to swallow the boat. But it does bring those fears to life. You're like, you, you know, when it once it capsizes, and you're like, holy fucking shit, this boat has basically flipped over. And you're in the middle of the deep-ass ocean. And there you go. Like, I'm sorry, but that's fucking scary. So even though this movie... May lack some substance in the sense of a plot. It, the, the, the way that it invokes the fear and gives you kind of this anxiety while you're watching it, because you always think you could be out in the middle of the ocean. I mean, cruise ships fucking crash. Okay. Have you not seen Titanic people? I mean, come on. Like, let's be honest. Like, you, at any given time, something could happen. And I like the way that they kind of. You know, played into that. And so I'll go ahead and do my last good. Um, that first jump scare, like you mentioned, there were some jump scares, but it was that first one when Kate, she's kind of exploring under the ocean and it's pretty dark. Like you can't really see because, you know, the water gets really dark as the deeper it gets. And to me, I'm thinking, oh my God, a shark is about to fucking come out. Well, It gets you, and it actually kind of made me jump a little bit, and I hardly jump at at jump scares. They don't ever get me. You see that it's just her, I guess it was her friend, her boyfriend, Luke. We don't really know what was going on with that relationship. I guess they were on and off, whatever. And, yeah, so that kind of made me jump a little bit because I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, it's just fucking Luke. It's not the shark. But they they played it off very well in the movie because you – just see her kind of chilling and she's like, Oh, I'm looking underwater. And then fucking Luke scares the fucking, you know, shit out of her ass. It's ridiculous. Like I would kill my significant other. I would be so fucking pissed off. Like, don't scare me. (laughs) So those are my, those are my goods, even though I did like this entire movie. But, you know, like you said, this is going to be... This is a hard movie to review piece by piece. Let's put it that way.
0: Yeah. Uh, I just thought of another good right off the bat. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, aside from the people looking so beautiful, Mm -hmm. uh, everything is fucking beautiful. The islands, the reefs, the, the ocean. Yep. This, like, it is just... It's filmed actually in the, I I imagine it's like filmed on the reef. Yeah. So like no stages, no everything. Like it's just Mm -hmm. fucking nature's beautiful splendor. It is a real treat for the eyes. And uh, also another good, it's not a CGI or animatronic shark. It's a fucking real shark. They filmed with real sharks just swimming around in the ocean because you don't see the shark like rip into people you just see people get like pulled under whenever their shark attacks
1: exactly so yeah
0: you just need to have like a winch or then like fake it but when you see the shark swimming around or like swimming near people
1: that's real like,
0: it's just a fucking
1: real shark yeah and i thought that was fantastic because even though jaws which you know we we talk about that movie as well but in jaws like yeah, they had to use an animatronic shark and you it kind of takes the appeal out of the movie. It is a great movie. No, it's a great movie. But to have an actual real shark, that just makes you wonder like when you if you were cast to do this movie and they were like, Hey Mike, we want you to play the character of let's see, which character would you be? Uh I'm gonna give you Luke. You'll be Luke, because you'll be like, We could just have to swim Twelve miles, and it's like, uh, motherfucker, I cannot swim one mile. Okay, but <laughs> we know you are an overachiever. We, you like your shit really well, so you're gonna be the one that's like, let's swim twelve miles. But the fact, if you
0: don't when the boat sinks, you're gonna have to swim twenty miles.
1: Right, but still, <laughs> God, that is, I'm just saying, like the fact that it's like you said, no CGI, no fake, and this is all being filmed in its natural habitat. And to me, it makes me wonder, like, these actresses and actors that did this, that's pretty scary. Even though I'm sure they took those safety precautions, um, it's still really scary. Because I'm not going to be out in the middle of the ocean. My my ass ain't going to be out in the middle of the ocean. I promise you that. You will never see a picture of me. Hashtag ocean. No. (laughs) Fuck that. Fuck that. (laughs) <laughs>
0: hashtag notion
1: <laughs> yeah notion that's really great <laughs> but yeah it is it's i agree with you on your other goods like the scenery's beautiful it's it's a it really is a good movie it really is
0: yeah we don't have much to say and uh <laughs> that will hold true in the bads what yep. is your first bad
1: okay this is like my only bad um So this part, uh, whenever they were on the big boat or the sailboat or whatever it was, um, they go on this tiny ass boat, right? First of all, it's like this It looks like you blow it up like one of those rafts that you get on to go sun tanning or whatever in the pool or in the ocean. I'm sorry, but that was just like way too dangerous for me. And also, I have a fear of the ocean and you're just you have all these people loaded up on this tiny fucking little boat. Yes, I know it has a motor, but it's like you're in the middle of the deepest part of the ocean. Like, I'm not getting I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. That's my rant.
0: It has to be a shallow part of the ocean because the in both cases, the boat and the dinghy scrape coral on the bottom. And I don't care.
1: There are sharks out there, apparently. (laughs) And let me just tell you something. I'm not getting on a fucking boat that you can take a safety pin to and deflate. (laughs) Put my ass on the biggest boat that you can find. That way we have a better chance of survival. So
0: you should have had a catamaran instead.
1: Yes. Regardless of it being in the deep part or the, I get it, it was in the reef. Okay. So they're going to have the shallow parts. It doesn't matter. That boat was ridiculous to me because I keep thinking, Oh my god, all it would take is, like, okay, if that big boat, the bigger boat they were on, capsized on coral, right, or it got, you know, uh, wrecked or whatever, well, this little bitty boat, it it doesn't take anything. Like, you can blow it away.
0: They should have had a sea dew. That would have fucking got them right to the island. Oh my god, that would have been awesome. This movie would have been like three minutes long. They fuck, they fuck around on some coral. They scare each other on the island. They maybe there fuck on the beach, and then they get back to the boat. The boat sinks. They just get back on the sea. dude. yeah. They head back to land. They pop off their uh, their rescue beacon, and then they get there. Saved, you
1: go. So no movie. The
0: movie is just them giving the middle finger to the shark who keeps circling them. <laughs>
1: Yeah, that would have made for a much uh, shorter film. And so, you know, that wouldn't have worked. But, yeah, like until I said, it's like
0: Until it's like the end of Creepshow where the shark just, like, leaps out of the water and then, like, it cuts to them, like, just <laughs> turning and running away. And then, like, it's freeze frames and cuts out. Oh, Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> that would have been pretty good. That, that would have actually been pretty. That would have been awesome. Creep shark. Creepshark. Creepshark. <laughs> All right, anybody listening that produces movies, me and Mike are going to put out a script for Creep Shark.
0: I beat you, you cunt! (laughs) I beat you, and the shark's like,
1: (laughs) and then then you have, then you have the what was it like this 80s fucking Trans Am playing this generic fucking rock music. (laughs) It's like, did you not cut your car off the entire time? What the fuck is happening? I like creep show, But anyways, that is my only bad. Um, really, that was the only thing that I was kind of like, I mean, there may have been a few more bads that I probably could have put. But I just seeing that, that tiny boat, I was just like, no, don't do it. Don't get on there. Y'all are fucking stupid. Go back. Go back. Yeah.
0: <laughs> then you then you see like the shark come around later with like Luke's head. Who's holding Luke's head between his fence? I got my surfer.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We're gonna now break... the
0: shark has an accent too.
1: <laughs> right? No, all those sharks do have accents. I don't care. And we have this go and debate, which me and you don't, don't have this go and debate, but I always have this little side joke um, where when I have gone to the ocean, I always tell my sister, um, I don't want to go out far, right? Because I, I seriously, I don't care. Like I'm scared. And so she'll be like, come on, just, just, I'm like the waters are not as uh, crystal clear where we go to the beach. And so I was was like, I don't want, like, do sharks when they mate? We made a joke. I was really drunk this night. I said, do sharks French kiss? And she's like, Heather, they do not French kiss. I was like, I bet you they do. And so I spent 30 (laughs) minutes trying to find a picture of sharks kissing, and I found one. So fuck her. She doesn't know what sharks do under the water. How do we know? Oh, oh god! I know this is this is the kind of dumb shit that when once I get really drunk, I'm like I have to research this stuff. But anyway, there was a picture you can Google it where sharks are kissing. <laughs> it's really cute.
0: And then you get a picture of like one sticking his like fin up another one's bum hole and
1: oh whoa that's aggressive. Fin play. Fin play. <laughs> oh god, you're gonna make me choke. <laughs>
0: Uh so that was your only bad?
1: That was my only bad.
0: Okay, I got two bads and they and they're both like fucking nitpicks cuz I really don't have much bad to say about this movie. But my first one is they find a a, a turtle shell floating in the uh in the ocean. Mm-hmm. They swim up to it, they find out like it it's fucking dead. Yeah. And um and my bad is that you find a fucking turtle shell but you don't use it as a floaty.
1: Yeah, the turtle's already
0: dead. Yeah, the turtle's not going to, like, fucking fight you. I mean, at first I thought, I, at first I started thinking, like, I'm watching a Pixar movie. So I imagined <laughs> he was going to, like, grab the turtle, yeah. make friends with it, and then use it as, like, one of those uh those uh, scuba sea things.
1: Yeah, yeah. And just, yeah. like, grab
0: onto the shell and it will swim to the island for him.
1: <laughs> no.
0: And he's going to, like, adopt it. And then like I realized, oh, it's it's the it's the corpse of a turtle, which I'm just like, great, now you can use it and it won't fight you. That's fucking great. I mean how or third option, because the third option is always the best option, it's a living sea turtle that was just like <laughs> having a, a, a snooze. Daddy yeah. goes to like grab it, use it as a floaty,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: then it turns around, snaps, cuts his fucking hand off. And the blood is what attracts the shark. Exactly. And the turtle just like swims away like, fuck you, mate. Have a shit one. And (laughs) Great. (laughs) And that's how Maddie gets killed. Right. (laughs) Because he he had to fuck with a turtle and he found out.
1: Oh, God. Yeah, but that, that turtle was pretty gross, I have to say. But that was a big fucking turtle. It was, but
0: if you crawl on top of it. And you just like lay on your stomach on the turtle, you'd be like pushing like the gross part below the surface of the water. And mm-hmm. then you can just like use your hands and feet to just like keep most of your limbs out of the water. So if the shark does bite you, only your hands and your feet will be in the water. Because oh, yeah, the rest of you true. is like laying on top of a turtle. Laying shell.
1: on top of the turtle. But would okay, that's a good point. But I have to throw in. Okay, with the turtle being kind of like rotted and dead like i don't we don't know what well, happened course to it was, the turtle
0: you like, only get to see it like they didn't want to focus too much yeah on, guess, it was like two I seconds
1: the,
0: yeah the turtle basically looked like a zombie turtle
1: yeah yeah, but would that attract sharks? Would um, do they like dead? You know what I'm saying? Like, or do they go for stuff that's like warm-blooded? I think they, um, they
0: may scavenge, but it's like yeah. warm kills. I don't think they're like carrion feeders.
1: Yeah, so they're not like, oh, this turtle. That stinky been dead turtle would have
0: protected Maddie. <laughs> that stinky Damn turtle it. with its corpse juice would have protected Maddie. So he, wow. he's still a fucking dum dum for not using the dead turtle as a floaty.
1: There you go. Use the turtle. Like the next time I go to the ocean, if I see a dead turtle, I'm just gonna float on it, and I'll send you a picture. Luke, use the turtle. <laughs> Luke, I am your turtle. <laughs> Jesus Christ! But anyways, <laughs> oh, use, the, use the
0: turtle, you fucking piss head.
1: <laughs> I love. Get your floaty on. Have you ever uh, looked up like some of the lingo? Like I have only because I actually did a podcast. Like when I right actually, right before I started doing my own podcast, I did a little guest spot on um, a podcast. This guy, his name is Daniel, he uh, is from uh, Sydney, Australia. That's where he lives, and uh, so I, was, I always thought it was funny, so I was like, I have to look up some lingo, but their lingo is great, <laughs> like, their uh, slang and stuff for, you know, different words that, like, we would say probably similar stuff, their shit's amazing. It's so hilarious, and I was like, well, I'm going to do this podcast, but, like, do I need to say any Australian lingo, because <laughs> I'm, like, one of the most southern fucking people on that show. He doesn't do a podcast anymore, so, um, you know, that was, like I said, that was, like, God, last year. But, uh, anyway, I just went on a tangent about something completely Uh, unrelated to the reef. (laughs) As always. So, so eventually,
0: uh, they, like, Maddie gets picked off because they lose a surfboard. So, he goes to get it and immediately gets, like, his leg lopped off. (laughs) And then uh Susie, after she like sees her boyfriend bleed mm-hmm. out to death, oh, she uh she they fall asleep, but instead of like falling asleep with like arms locked together, because you know how you know otters? Yeah, they sleep holding hands. Oh, so my they God. don't drift apart from each other.
1: I love that. But I'm not gonna do that in real life. Like I need you to be as far away as possible for me when I'm trying to sleep. Like don't cuddle with me. <sighs> I can't breathe, but that's really cute. Like, I didn't know that. So fun fact there, you guys.
0: So they could have slept like otters, but they didn't. So Susie drifts away from uh, the two. It's hard to call it a group when it's just two people now. (laughs) So she goes to swim back to them and just gets pulled down in the water. Yeah. And then it ends up being a... Luke and Kate making a break for the island, but because yeah. it's shallow water, she cuts her foot on coral,
1: mm-hmm. which
0: basically rings the dinner bell for old Bruce to
1: yeah, he's coming make
0: his way to them. Mm-hmm. And this leads to my bad because they get to the she get Kate gets to the island,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but there's lots of high rocks. It's wet rocks. There's, yeah. like, slippery moss growing on it. Mm-hmm. So she's scrambling to get up on it. Yeah. So Luke has to, like, push her ass up. Literally, he pushes her by the yeah, ass. Yeah,
1: like, he sm- smushes her butt cheeks, yes.
0: He, he's getting one last feel.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: <laughs> and, like, sends her up the island, and then, like, he's scrambling to get up, which he fails because he should have had her boost him because he's a man, and he's yeah. got the upper arm strength to lift a female up the exactly. rocks more than she would.
1: Exactly. And she, I have to say, that that part to go into your bad, I probably should have put that as a bad. Because I did wonder why she didn't put, she didn't really help Luke try to get up there. He keeps like, you know, like. Pull me up, my, pull me grab, up. Yeah, and grab she, my she like arm and she's like, it. oh, I'm going to barely try. <laughs> like, she doesn't really put much effort into trying to pull him up. Which, hey, he's kind of a fine piece of ass. Like, what's wrong with you? Like, that's your boo. Like, get yeah. your Australian hunk up on that rock with you. But then, you know, of course, like, she doesn't. And that kind of pissed me off a little bit because I was like, try harder.
0: Yeah. So Luke gets picked off by the shark, sadly. which yeah. You know, I thought I expected him to, to live because he's like the smart one of the group. Yeah. But this is the crux of my bad. Mm-hmm. An island is not a cliff. So if you can't get footing or a handhold, go around. Nobody <laughs> yeah. goes to see, is there a shore alongside this island? Like It's not like one rock sticking up out of the ground. Because when we see it off in the distance, it is not just like a cliff where you have to like climb up a bit against the waves mm-hmm. and get up on top. We see a slope. Somewhere, like it leads, yeah like a nice shoreline into the ocean, so yeah, instead of fucking around with the steep end, swim around to the part where there's a, sh- where there's a slope, and just walk up to the island, just walk up.
1: Yeah, they both try to
0: scale aside rather than just swim around to look for some place they can just walk up.
1: Yeah, that, and, and you know that would be extremely hard if you have to think about the fear that's already in you, knowing that the shark is literally right behind you. You're trying to get up on the rock. My Ugh.
0: fear would not be go sideways up. It would be
1: go <laughs> around to rock. Yeah.
0: Like, give me a spot where I can run rather than scramble within biting distance.
1: Oh, no. My God. So, but, but I guess you don't really that's know my, what you that would, would do. Be my fear,
0: that would be my fear response. fear response. like get me to the point where I can fucking run, because I can run faster than I can climb up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, so, Kate ends up... Then we get, the like, the premise that, like, uh, the, uh, the epilogue day, Kate gets rescued. Uh-huh. And uh, they never found the guy that they left oh, basically floating out to the middle of the ocean.
1: Yeah. Like on a boat that's been capsized... That is probably didn't they going leave him with sink. the
0: fucking beacon, with the radar finder? Or the, uh, like, they left the mm-hmm. beacon with him, didn't they?
1: Yeah, they did. And also, it fact, was kind of... good it did, though. Well, it, it did. Nobody. They never found dead. his ass. They never found him. So it makes you wonder, like, did he just drown? Did he sink? Did he get eaten by a shark? I mean, you don't really know. But uh, it, this, this this movie is like, what would you do? You know, what would Jesus do? What would sharks do, right? Because you don't really know.
0: <laughs> Jesus would just run 12 miles. <laughs>
1: <laughs> damn it, Jesus. You can run on water. You can walk on water. So he'd be fucking fine. God damn it. Sorry, Jesus, I said that. But seriously, <laughs> that's an unfair advantage that you can walk on water and just get away from the sharks. He, he would just walk on the tip of the shark's nose and be like, boop, boop. Don't care. You can't eat me. But it does not lead you to think, like, what would you do in that situation? Right? Because They left. Warren, or whatever they called him in the movie, they left him, but he also did not want to go. He was like, I've, I've, you know, fished in these waters. He knew what the fuck was out there. He knew that there were shark, like a lot of sharks, and he was like, I'll take my chances, but at the same time, it's like fucking sucks because he dies anyway. So it's one of those things, like, do you try to just go swim? Do you just take your chances and say, fuck it, I'm gonna swim as fast and as hard as I can? All these miles to try to get to this island, which is anybody gonna fucking help you? I don't know. <laughs> yeah.
0: Unle- unless he like washes up on like some Amazon island, yeah, Or it's just like an, il- an island of like beautiful women, then he just like takes the, br- the beacon, like snaps it over his knee. <laughs> uh, <Yeah. laughs> I don't need to fucking go home now.
1: But I mean, I'm but already home. It was seriously, it was really like stressful to watch this movie though, because you have to think about it again. Would yeah, you, you, you start to care the about these people. Like yeah.
0: you learn a lot about them, but you see enough to be like, yeah, like I got no reason to hate these people. All these people are likable. Like I
1: Yeah. So it's... fucking
0: beautiful and sweet.
1: Why would you, any you of them need to die? Live? Like, come on. Why did any of them have to die? And then it sucks that, like, in the kill scenes, you know, of course, um, That you don't, like, that's it. And then they never recovered what, they didn't recover basically any of the people. So it was like, yeah, the one survivor, but nobody could find what happened to these. You're in the middle of the fucking ocean. What a way to die. Like, that's horrible. You have no ending. There's no official ending to your death. It's just like you died in the middle of the ocean. The shark ate you maybe or other things fed on you. That's awful. I ain't going down like that. Don't worry. Because my ass ain't going out into the ocean. Not that far.
0: <laughs> uh, so, I guess now we'll take you to the kill of the week. <laughs> my kill is Maddie. Because it was the first one. Mm-hmm. And he was uh, smart enough and sensible enough after he got his leg lopped off. he was, You see like the blood just like pooling around him. And like he's got the sense to tell everyone like stay the hell away from him because he's just like listen I'm a fucking dinner bell right now like just, yeah
1: he knows just fucking
0: leave me <laughs> like I'm I'm done I'm fucking done
1: mm-hmm.
0: not not that they did because they still like swam up to him and like hug him and and everything but you know he at least like in his dying moments he was thinking about the group safety so you know he's yeah good, he was a fucking good one
1: he 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 definitely was and it was really kind of I mean, it was almost kind of heartbreaking to see. Katie you know his sister kind of hug on him and kiss him and she's like I love you and it it, it it didn't make me cry but it was like god to feel those feelings of knowing that you know your brother or somebody you're close to he's going to die like you know that he's not going to make it what were they going to do there was nothing they could do um so it made it kind of it wasn't bittersweet it was well maybe bittersweet But it was so sad because it was like he was so, you know, like he was not selfish. He basically was like, I want you guys to get to safety. I'm done here. And so it was heroic, I guess you'd say in a a sense. But damn it. Also, Mike, that's my kill of the week as well. (laughs) Because I thought if you notice the other kills, they are kind of off screen, so to speak. You don't really see um, a whole lot of blood. But when Maddie got attacked, you do see the blood. You kind of see the blood rushing up. Um, so I felt like, oh, well, obviously, you know, he got attacked by the shark. So you kind of see that. When Luke got taken, from what I recall, it was pretty fast. And then Susie, she, butn't her's like in the middle of the, like, like, you don't really. Yeah, it's like see. a jump
0: blur kill.
1: Exactly. Like, you kind of
0: see him like he's going up to the rock and then and, like. Yeah.
1: Psh. Yeah. And it's just like, he's done. And then with Warren, you know, the guy who stayed back on the boat. Well, we don't know what happened to him. So you can't include him because it's, well, like he Op- did die. It's pretty hard to qualify <laughs> on this Yeah, show. exactly. Exactly. So also my kill goes to Maddie. Uh, kill of the week, goes to Maddie, he, so...
0: We don't even know if he did die, or if he just, like, fucking ended up on an, uh, on an island somewhere. He's just, he's like, with Tattoo?
1: He's with Tattoo. Away from the rat race. He's on Fantasy Island. <laughs> with Mr. Rourke. The plane, the plane. <laughs> the shark, the shark.
0: My fantasy is never happened to leave this fucking island. Your <laughs> fantasy has been granted.
1: <laughs> Fuck that. They're actually, um, I believe... If I'm not mistaken, I think they're revamping Fantasy Island. Uh, they did. Fantasy they did a whole yeah. movie. Oh God! It
0: was a Blumhouse movie.
1: <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> I no, saw but... something the other day about it, and I said, "What? Like the little tattoo guy? Like they're redoing this?" And I didn't go any further into researching it, but I saw that, and I was like, "What the fuck is happening?" Pretty yeah. sure we
0: talked. I'm pretty sure we we talked about it because we were talking about Blumhouse Studios.
1: Uh, maybe. Oh no, we. Well, I guess we did probably. But look, I drink from the time that we talk until after. <laughs> so gonna, sorry, I'm gonna guys. I'm going to clue
0: you in, Mike. Sometimes I forget what we say because I'm not really awake for it.
1: I'm not. I'm not <laughs> totally awake right now. Like my eyes are open. All four eyes are open. Boom. <laughs> <clears throat>
0: Yeah, so I'm going to get to the rating. I'm mm-hmm. going to give this four devoured limbs out of five. Mm. It's a good movie. There's not much to say about it. It's just, it's a good movie. Check it out. It's the reef. Check it.
1: It it, no, uh, all right, it's great. I really did like this movie. Um, my rating is that I gave this movie four Noah sharks out of five. And the reason why I went with Noah sharks is because when I was researching the Australian shark attacks and things like that. So in Australia, the nickname that they gave the great white sharks, which are one of the most you know deadly sharks, um, they actually called it the Noah shark because it kind of rhymed with Noah's Ark because it's such a big, huge animal. And um, I found that kind of interesting. So I was like, all right, four out of five Noah sharks. I would have given it a five, and the only reason why I didn't give it a five, uh, I think it was a substance, like, we do deal with a one fucking plot or, you know, scenario for the whole hour and a half. You don't really, you don't see much other stuff going on, so perhaps if there were a few other scenes in different locations, I could have rated it a little bit higher, but I still think four out of five is pretty good. This is a great movie. It really is. It
0: is. Yeah. And uh, before we go, uh, just some um, big news. Uh, mm-hmm. Heather's been a frequent guest for a while. And, uh, you know, she keeps coming back. So <laughs> I think it would be a, a good time to make it uh, official that Heather will be joining us as, the, uh, as, a, as a co-host.
1: Yay. Look at me, guys. I'm very excited about this, Mike. Um, I think I told you that. But so for everybody listening, I'm super excited because me and Mike uh, actually met. I think we met like last year, actually. And uh, we kind of became Facebook friends. And it was like, okay, whatever. You know, you you and I both have a ton of Facebook friends and you just kind of connect with people or you don't. I
0: think it was this year because I don't think (laughs) we had a... I don't think we ever exchanged any Christmas greetings or anything. So I think Did was we just not? Like, was it the beginning early, of yeah, this year? It was
1: just this year. Okay. It's
0: just we've just been talking so much.
1: <laughs> we talk all the goddamn time. She's been on the show time. so
0: fucking much. <laughs> it feels like we've been friends for a couple of years now.
1: I mean, my it's God, like, maybe that's only what it been is. About maybe like what six, six months, months?
0: <laughs> at the most?
1: Okay, your friendship is like six months it was after like winter five ended. Years.
0: Okay, it was after winter and it. It was right. after my birthday. So like three months.
1: Okay, but you know Never what, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Nobody would have known that. Anyways, so we're best of friends. We haven't officially ever met in person, and maybe we will at some point because, like, you know, we got our COVID shots, and Mike is in Canada, and I'm just like, come to the States. I'll fucking come to Canada. Don't fuck with me. I will. And I'm getting some Canadian ham when I get there. going to try Thank some you. protein? <clears throat> oh, my God. I want some so bad. So, hey, don't think it won't be in the future for me. But I am very grateful that you did ask me to join your podcast because it's super awesome. I think that we feed off of each other very well. And I'll be honest, doing a podcast by yourself, it's fine. It There's nothing wrong with it. So for all you guys that do a podcast by yourself, it's totally cool. I do my own. But it is nice to be able to sit down and have a conversation with someone that also loves horror as much as you do and i feel like it just makes the conversation flow better because like when i do my reviews it's literally just me so like i'm kind of talking to myself and it's not like you don't have anybody to play off of your funny little antics or you're like oh i said this so like say something say something and when you find somebody that connects with you so well, you need to take that opportunity and run with it, and that's what has happened with this. Uh, so I, hey, it's my pleasure to be on your show.
0: I'm, I'm so hey. I'm
1: so happy we met.
0: Oh, so am I. Like it's like it was just like random it's, through. It was uh, so uh, random. <laughs> yeah, just like a fr- like just talking on a, a mutual friends. Mm-hmm. comment section and then like we've just started riffing and fuck, like, look, just magic
1: yeah yeah actually it was uh through lydia. lydia yeah lydia because we did the baby jane and then was that the first that was the first podcast Uh I- was that the first podcast that i did with you
0: uh i think we were talking about troll
1: no we did troll first Then Troll 2 on your show. Yes, Troll 2, of course. And And then then we did Baby Jane.
0: (laughs) Then Baby Jane. uh,
1: (laughs) We're not going to get into that. It it was
0: fine.
1: (laughs) I still want uh, my $2.99 back. (laughs) So, you
0: know, you can uh, check out Heather's first official co-host episode next time for our 200th episode spectacular. Yes. Where it's not just her, but all the co-hosts we love and adore yes with the exception of crystal because crystal like we still love crystal she's just you know recently moved so she doesn't have her laptop so she wasn't able to join us for that episode but mm-hmm. it would be great to introduce crystal to heather sometime because uh, yeah for sure uh, yeah crystal was a co-host for a couple of months and then she had to take a leave for you know personal reasons yeah, but she's ready to uh, come back on the show now and then. So great! I would love to meet uh,
1: her. We'd be, it'd be a fantastic. You'd have two women against you. Oh, <laughs> every man's fantasy, right? <laughs> <laughs> I got two women, bitch. It'd be fantastic. the Same time. <laughs> it'd be great. I'd love to meet Crystal.
0: Oh yeah, and uh, but you did get to meet Sheldon.
1: I did. I like Sheldon was very funny, which I already met Eric because, you know, me and Eric did um, a podcast together. He did, he came on my show. I haven't been on his show, um, but Eric is funny. I really like him a lot. But Sheldon was great. So, like, I cannot wait for this episode to come out that you guys get to hear with all four of us. It's going to be fantastic. I'm super excited. I can, like, I listen to it. As soon as you put the new episodes out, I'm like, oh, all right, what am I doing? Oh, it doesn't matter right now. Hold on. I gotta listen to this.
0: <laughs> you know, that, that's what really drives <laughs> us is yeah. I, I try to make a show that I want to listen to.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: So, like me too, like, I just have like this this wonderful selective memory. Mm -hmm. Where as soon as the episode comes out, I just don't think, oh, yeah, I remember everything that was said on it. I'm just like, oh, fuck, yeah, I love that movie. I can't wait to hear my thoughts about it.
1: Exactly. That's how I am, Yes,
0: that sounds narcissistic.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's okay to be a little narcissistic. I'm sorry. We all are a little bit, don't care who you are. We all crave, um, we all like that, like, people like us type thing you know thing like that's I listen,
0: when I listen to a podcast I'm just like man if I was there I'd say this yeah I'm listening to my show and I'm like man if I was there I'd say this and then I do say that and I'm like
1: yes exactly (laughs) I just listened to our uh Hellraiser and it was funny I remember like when I listened back to it I was laughing the whole time because I was like oh my god me and Mike hated this fucking movie we hated it and I cannot wait for our next episode for Pride Month to come out, our final episode for Pride Month. And then, of course, we have uh, four episodes for you guys for Shark Month. what um, well, supposed to be Shark Week, but we're doing Shark Month because we fucking are the fucking tits, okay? We do <laughs> extra. Uh, but I cannot wait to see what I can bring to your podcast. And, you know, we're... I'm just really excited about that because I have lots of ideas and um, I think we're going to be able to make something really cool out of this. It may even make me be like, mm-hmm, I'm just going to go full time with Mike, but I am still doing my own podcast. So you guys, you know, cause I, you know, still have people that listen to me, but at the same time, I really enjoy. I didn't know how much I would enjoy doing a podcast with somebody else until I met you. And then I was like, ah, shit. This is so much more fun. That just
0: like not only feeds off your energy, but amplifies, like it It, gives it back. Exactly. We are like a recursive (laughs) comedy loop.
1: (laughs) We're like, you have crazy Southern drunk, and then you have clearly Canadian. That's what I'm going to call you. Clearly Canadian, which, by the way, we need
0: we need to put out an alcohol with that name.
1: (laughs) You know, they had the sparkling waters or what was it? The fruit flavored seltzer waters. I don't know what they were. Clearly Canadian. And okay, they had them out in the 90s, but maybe before that. But anyway, I drank them in the 90s and I was so excited. Well, they don't make them anymore as far as like you can't go to the gas station and get one. Well, my mother-in-law bought me, like, this huge case of them, and I was, that was the best thing I got for Christmas in, like, a hundred years. I was so fucking excited. I was like, how did you get these? And you can actually order them um, online. They have a website, and, but it take they're kind of expensive, and it takes forever for them to get to you. But still, try one. They're fucking, they're the best thing ever. They're so good. I'm going to mix one with vodka one day. That'll be my new drink, right? So like um, I drink wine on your podcast, but we can talk about that too. I think I'm going to start like when we podcast new shows. I think I'm just going to start doing different cocktails. (laughs) I am seriously like whatever our movie is, I'm going to um, because I think that's fun, right? Let me do a cocktail that is subjective to the movie that we're doing. Cause that's kind of how I try to pick my wines. Like for my own podcast, I say, okay, well, what would kind of be funny to do? Like, let me find a wine that has a name that kind of fits into the movie, which is really hard to do, but it'll be fun. And you should start drinking, drink the, drink all the drinks with me. <laughs> <laughs> I got to start getting you drunk.
0: <laughs> We're going to increase the comedy quotient and also decrease the quality of my liver.
1: Oh, because
0: life on. is all about. You'll be trainings.
1: fine. You'll be fine. You're fine. Drink some water after, flush it right out, and you're fine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this has just been great, and we hope that you uh, tell all your friends to uh, check out our two hundredth episode spectacular next week. Yes, it is going to be a fucking doozy. It is a uh, mm-hmm. an extra long, extra wide. It's a girthy episode. Ooh. And everybody's on it. (laughs) Everybody is on it. (laughs) So, until next time, I'm Mike. And I'm Heather. And thank you for joining us for Shark Month on The Graveyard Shift. The Graveyard Shift is a Strange Biscuits production. Visit our website at strangebiscuits.com slash graveyard shift to hear all of our previous episodes. Subscribe to us, rate, and review us on CastBox, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher and Spotify and don't forget to check out our Instagram at the graveyard shift pod as well as our Facebook at the graveyard shift pod our Twitter is GS underscore horror pod and if you wish to support the show financially visit us at patreon.com graveyard for as little as a dollar a month you can help support the show and get bonus content the theme for the graveyard shift is as brutal as it ever was by techno Axe. Visit their website at technoax.com and their YouTube channel for more royalty-free music. Thank you for listening, and as always, stay spooky. <laughs> <laughs>